Looks like you're drinking a big thing of like white gravy, Rick. <laughs> it's to go with my leftover sandwich. Oh, look at that. I was going to say, eats the sandwich, bite of the sandwich, pours the gravy down. <laughs> this is the only way to eat gravy, guys. In a big cup. You don't want a soggy sandwich. You got yeah. to pour that, gra- that gravy in straight. The only like- way is to drink it out of a mason jar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sandwich gravy chaser. Come on. And I thin it. So it goes down easy. Oh yeah, you gotta do that. You don't want it. You don't want it clogging up the arteries. Not like we're screaming or acting proud and rude. Yeah, I'm sorry that we've been so loud and rude on the train. On the train. On the train. Yeah, on the train. On the train. Doors closing. Hey, my little bambinos, welcome to another episode of Four Guys on a Train. I am Brandon. Hey, shut up in your mouth. I'm a Pete. Eh, pass the gabagool. I'm Rick. And we are not Italian, but we are super, super happy to appropriate that for you tonight. I am Italian, so. Rick, you're Italian? Oh, okay, so maybe you are, but I'm certainly not. And I started the whole thing, so. Uh, thank you for joining us uh, once again on this uh, podcast, which we try to bring you the best and the most heartfelt content uh, available today on the internet. I just want to say, um, oh, sorry, you you were you were no, transitioning no, 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 no. real good into something. I was I was steamrolling right into what I was going to talk about, but I want to hear what you have to say because that's part of being heartfelt. I feel like uh, going back to the Italian thing that Italians might be the last race that it's okay to make fun of. I'm clinging to that as as long yeah. as I can. All right. And I know I know there there are probably some Italians out there who feel that they're they shouldn't be, mm-hmm. but my sister in law is Italian and she said I'm I, I'm a okay with it. Okay. I give you I give you permission to to make fun of all Italians. And I like to note that Pete kind of made Did you yeah. did you get a picture of Pete throwing up the white power signal? <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> I was, go- I was gonna say he's pinching his fingers together, but Brandon's correct. It was the okay symbol. Look, it's it's been appropriated, all right. It has, you know. Speaking of which, it all comes full circle. I'm no Rittenhouse here, you know. I'm just a regular guy. We- <laughs> yeah, Pete still wears the swastika because it means peace, you know. <laughs> the Nazis appropriated it. Damn it! I'm taking it back. I'm not getting rid of that tattoo. That's not my fault. <laughs> The world can change. Pete, you were born in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Well, I learned about it first through uh, the Pokemon card. Oh, that had to be censored. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was, uh, I can't remember what Pokemon it was. Batley, I think, from Eureka's Castle. And then later you found out about the, about the bad use. and just... Right. Exactly. It's not my fault. Sure. You know? I, was, I was but a child getting tattoos. So mm. anyways, Brandon, you had something. I do. Yeah. Sorry. You caught me mid Sip your wine. and Being fancy tonight. So uh, tonight, uh, today, when we're recording, it's um, it's Cyber Monday. So big holiday shopping time of year. Oh, yeah. By the time uh, y'all in podcast land hear this, it's going to be much closer to Christmas. We're talking mid-December. So I wanted to uh, ask you gentlemen uh, what it is that you want for Christmas this year. What What is the one thing that you're just... Oh, I thought you were going to ask us if we'd ever had cyber sex. <laughs> For Cyber Monday, <laughs> if you want Cyber oh, Sex Pete. for Christmas, oh. that's fine. You can you can uh, throw that out here, and we'll see okay. if anybody can fulfill that wish. Um, so I guess uh, it's only fair that I start. It's true, um, and you already got your T-Mobile uh, Light Bright. You purchased. I got it. my T-Mobile Light Bright. I purchased. I got to return mine now because that's that was your Christmas gift. I'm really sorry. Yeah, I have a bad habit of purchasing everything I want for myself the moment I see it. Yes. 
um, and not taking those those steps that are kind of necessary and establishing yourself as a mature and responsible adult. Like, do I need this? Uh, is this helpful to me in any way? Um, or my fa- or, okay, my, or family. my family? Does this benefit <laughs> society? Um, Certainly. And usually the answer to those questions is no, but I buy it because I've already purchased it. I've already put my credit card number in before those thoughts have even crossed my mind. So what do you buy the man who buys everything for himself? Well, tell us. Not uh, not T-Mobile Light Brights. Um, man, what do I actually want for Christmas? Uh, I thought you would have had this queued up. Yeah, you'd think. Uh, <laughs> I had plenty of time to think about it, didn't I? Yeah, this was your question. <laughs> Good. You know, I, I just I just. I think I just want um, the holiday season to last all year long. Whoa, that's a big ass wish. You want a wish? No, I want I want that for Christmas. It's not Uh a fucking wish. Somebody (laughs) better stand up and deliver. It's a want. I want my vacation to go from now until. Oh, yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Upside down question mark. As as a society, I feel like we should just get between. Thanksgiving and Christmas off, or and new just between between Thanksgiving and New Year. Yeah, it's got to be New Year. Oh yeah, yeah, all yeah. the way. Push it all right, the way because right. nothing gets done. And give us the first week in January. Nothing gets done then. Nothing. Either. No, you're right. I'm not productive. A nope. good two to three months off. You know, if we want to catch up, if we want to catch up and surpass the rest of the world mm-hmm. in uh, worker happiness and productivity, we need to. We need to three months, and I think this is more important first than like maternity and paternity mm-hmm. leave. Like we t- we should we got to take care of the little ones first, you know, the rest of the world, mm-hmm. and then we can move on to the mothers and the fathers. You plan here's what you do: you plan on having your baby exactly no at the end of November, right? You know, right. You sync up, you sync up your, uh, you you know what I'm doing with my hand. You sync that what? up. How many? So that you get it. That's a lot of fingers. Yeah, it looked like his whole fist was going in his hand there. <laughs> Just one's fine. Well, the more the more you have, uh, the better chance. Dude, you right? don't know this guy's dong. <laughs> fist size. <laughs> Some of us were not born uh, with you know a whole four fingers worth. You know, uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to make you feel bad. But, you know, uh, not everybody's blessed in that way, but we're all blessed in different right. ways, in our own ways, in our special ways. Um, yeah. So I guess that's my grown-up Christmas list. I I wanted a. Uh, like a new duffel bag, but you know, I guess I wish that too. <laughs> no, 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 no. A duffel bag's good. Yeah, you I can need put one. all sorts of stuff in a duffel. I, bag. I can only yeah, think of yeah. practical things. I tried specifically to not buy myself some stuff, so I'd have, I'd have some, uh, you know, ideas for people. Not that anyone's really buying me stuff, but the, the stuff that I want to get, I'm afraid if I don't buy it right away, it's going to sell out, and then it's going to be you know 15 times as expensive on the aftermarket. That's just the sort yeah, of yeah. This is stuff. This is the stuff that I like. I just need stuff like boots. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't. I don't even wear shoes. I'm just barefoot all the time. You hippie. Hurts. Hurts in the gravel, but uh, the rest of the time, I'm I'm saving money. So. What about you, Rick? Oh gosh. Uh. Hmm. A whole three months of vacation at the end of the year is hard to beat. A duffel bag, that's pretty cool. You could put a lot of stuff in that duff. I specifically want a Patagonia um, black hole duffel bag. I want I want everyone to know that I have expensive tastes. Why are you telling us? We're not going to get it for you. Come on. <laughs> Listeners out there? <laughs> My girlfriend's listening. You get a CD of me covering Christmas carols like every year. I like that. <laughs> I'll produce it. Me and Brandon will both. Yeah, why not? The first yeah. four goat uh, album. Oh my God, a four goat Christmas. Four goat sings Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Or it's just every track is us doing a. Um, oh my God, what's the segment where we break down songs? <laughs> Modern day. <laughs> 
<laughs> I almost said pitch. <laughs> None of us know our own pitch. segments. Yeah, every pitch. track is us doing a modern day poets of a Christmas carol. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's pretty good. Uh, we might have to do that for one of the minisodes coming up. The cover can be you guys posed, you know, statefully next to a piano and me like collapsed in the ground surrounded by a bunch of crushed white claw. Yes. Hands. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I can picture naked. it. Naked. No, you're naked. naked on top of the piano. Okay, I'm naked on top of the piano covered in white claw. Right. Cans. Yes, yes, okay. yes. One is tastefully covering your penis. Yeah. yeah. Or two, actually, the yeah, girth you just said is pretty. Yeah. White claw cans aren't very uh, wide. They're so. not wide. Yeah, you got you to gotta layer them Tape up. Tape a few mm-hmm. together. Or get a tall yeah. boy or something. Well, uh, that album would probably be top of my list now, but I don't know, yeah. like, uh, oh, like a, uh, one of those electronic scooters, electric scooters. Oh, boy. Oh, I My wish would be that Chicago brings those back. I love That's them. a better wish, actually, because I was thinking- Controversial. But... I was thinking I could bring my own into the city or like my in-laws live in uh-huh. Grand Rapids and I could just use one there instead of renting one, but it would be nice if Chicago would just bring it back. What happened there? Yeah, I heard. I heard that. Uh, I heard that Lori Lightfoot just bit it hard and ate shit on a bird scooter, and and she's like, "Fuck this! Nobody can have them." <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. I wouldn't. Su- she if she wore suits that fit her. <laughs> it was her. It was her loose fitting pants <laughs> that brought her down. <laughs> she can't ride bikes. She can't. She can't do scooters. Not light of foot at all, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, pretty. Pretty, pretty heavy, fo- heavy, heavy footed, light foot. Come on, Lori. <laughs> um, well, speaking of Christmas wishes, gents, I have an act two um, that's very holiday themed. Wow. Yes. We're going to do a choose your own story. <gasps> Ooh, it's been a minute. It has been a minute. Or is it bo- booze your own adventure? What do we call it? Well, we were, we're not drunk for this. I can't remember. Oh, what, well, what... speak for yourself. That's true. <laughs> yeah, Brandon's down in that Moscato. <laughs> Whatever it's called, we're doing one. The title of today's story is <laughs> You Are a Disc in My Dad's Spinal Cord. Can you make his backstop hurting in time for Christmas? <laughs> what? What? Wow. This is, yeah, a modern story game by Tyler Russo. Very avant-garde. Like yeah. It. Yeah, that title does. Yeah, it's, it sounds more like a game than a uh, like a novella or something. Shall we? Let's. Yes. Oh my God! Please. It is Christmas Eve in my dad's bed. Stockings hang above the fireplace, <laughs> and a quiet but constant <laughs> jingle of sleigh bells can what? be heard emitting hey. from an unknown source. Wait! 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 What? You can't just roll right over. It's Christmas Eve in my dad's bed. <laughs> Look. I, Are we in some kind of time dome where Christmas Eve doesn't exist outside of my father's bed? Oh, uh, that, that tickled me. Holy that shit. We might, fi- we might find out. I don't know. All right, that's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll push forward. Yep. Um, sleigh bells can be heard emitting from an unknown source. The sleigh bells seem to come from nowhere and everywhere. Mm. They've been ringing for days. My dad's other spinal discs rest in slumber. You are the only disc who is awake. <laughs> you hear a gentle rattle from the window next to my dad's bed. Your options are investigate the rattle or transform into a commercial fishing boat, killing my dad instantaneously. <laughs> so we have powers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, only are, not only are we sentient discs in someone's spine, we have the power to transform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the author's really limiting us with just this one option, but I guess that's the game. Um, 
No, it's two options. You can either well, investigate I mean, or... Tra- one, one option to transform. You know, I can oh, sure, turn yeah, myself yeah. into anything conceivably. Right. I, You know, Rick, I'm going to suggest that we play along a little bit and, and investigate the sound. I mean, so here's... The, the title was... Uh, the prompt, if you will, was mm-hmm. asking us to accomplish a goal here. And if the yeah. goal is to make Dad's back pain stop, I think... Right turning into a boat and exploding him from the inside mm. probably wouldn't accomplish that goal. So it would put a damper on Christmas, I think for sure. hundred percent. So I'm going to, but yeah. then you have a boat. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. You take the good, you take the bad, but no dad to go fishing with you. So let's go with right. option a investigate the rattle. Okay. A small goblin stands outside my dad's window. <laughs> the goblin is wearing a Christmas cap and leather shoes. You're immediately recognize that he is a Christmas goblin. <laughs> oh, of course. Uh, your two options are approach the Christmas goblin or do nothing. Hmm. Well, uh, option B seems pretty passive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked before about choosing your own adventure, meaning we need to be we need to be moving forward. Um, I think adventurously. I think we got to approach that little goblin. We got to talk to the little guy. All right, let's see. Ask him where he got his shoes. Yes. Uh, you pop out of my dad's spine and roll over to the window. <laughs> The Christmas Goblin motions for you to open it. Uh, you can do three things. Transform Ooh. into a commercial fishing boat, killing the Goblin <laughs> instantaneously. <laughs> open the window or approach the window, but do not open it. Well, if I remember my Christmas Goblin lore, uh-huh. much like I, I think they uh, uh, vampires actually stole this from the Christmas Goblins, but they cannot enter your dwelling unless they're invited in. Gotcha. Okay. So does opening the window constitute an invitation or it, it mean, at least literally opens the door. So I right. I'd be wary. I, I we can talk through glass. It's probably, we can talk through the probably glass. pretty let's, thin. Let's do that. You want to approach the window but don't open it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I am the Christmas goblin, muffles the Christmas goblin from the other side of the glass. <laughs> I am here to assign your you your Christmas quest. The quest must be completed tonight or you will never meet God in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow you can yeah you can accept the quest or say no thanks oh baby you know i love a quest mm-hmm. now we've estab- established well i mean it's a christmas goblin so i guess i assumed he was a christian right yeah, yeah i guess so he's not, yeah. a Kwan- he's not a kwanzaa goblin he's no. not a he's celebrating the christ mass like all right. the, the all the rest yeah. of us not a hanukkah goblin yeah um ooh, what do you want to do brandon I want to go on the quest, Rick. Can we do, can we go on the quest? The Christmas quest. Christmas quest, please. You accept the Christmas goblin's quest. The goblin vomits a tiny scroll and slips it through a crack under the window. He jumps off the window ledge and a miniature flying car catches him midair. Then Lizzie's The Boys Are Back in Town can be heard <laughs> blaring from the car's radio. That's badass. Holy shit, this guy's cool. He flies away. Your only option is to read the scroll. All right. Hello, the scroll says. I am the scroll of the Christmas quest. If you complete me, I will fix the back pain of the man you live inside of. This will allow him to have a very good Christmas, and also when you die, you will meet God in heaven. Deal? (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. You have four options in this. Oh, boy. Deal. Okay. Sorry, maybe another time. Or, this is the oldest trick in the Christmas book. Only an idiot would fall for a trick like this. Oh, oh shit! I I felt really good about it until that last option. Yeah, 
that really I don't know. I'm still feeling pretty enthusiastic about the quest. Yeah, I'm nervous, but I will So you're there's deal or okay. You can I feel like you can accept this in two Yeah, I love like tones. I'm enthusiastic, I think. So you yeah, want you want to go in for deal? Deal, baby. Is that okay, Rick? Yeah. I want to make sure you're on board here. Like a like a very zealous uh, Howie Mandel type response. We say deal and we push that button. Deal. All right. The scroll expands into a large paper square, then fold itself, folds itself many times into an origami jet ski. Whoa! The jet ski revs its engine multiple times, inviting you to climb aboard. Uh, three options. Board the jet ski, ask the jet ski what its name is, or name the jet ski yourself. <laughs> oh, I don't want to be presumptuous, so I want to... I want to ask it its name. What do you think, Rick? I want to assume its gender and just assume and make up its name. <laughs> I love that everything is sentient in this, by the way. Yeah. It makes it very like stop motion Christmas. It's very VeggieTales meets David Cronenberg. I'm, I'm a big fan. We read a lot of shitty stories. This is not one of them. <laughs> yeah. This is so far great. So, Brandon, you said ask the jet ski, and Rick wants to name it himself. So, can you come to some sort of... I'll, I'll, it's 2021. I shouldn't assume anything. Let's ask it its okay. name. Okay, ask it. Okay. The jet ski revs its engine a few more times. You notice that on the back of the jet ski, there is a small bumper sticker which says Famine. <laughs> Two options. Famine is a dumb name. I wish to name the jet ski something else, or I wish to board the jet ski named Famine. Uh, is this one of the um, seven jet skis of the apocalypse? I think it might be. Yeah, because then I am super worried about boarding. I'm gonna get on the wakeboard of pestilence next. Yeah. But, you know, and just go down that river sticks. Ah, yeah. I, I think I don't know, Rick. I think we should rename it. Yeah, I don't. I don't like famine. I do not like. There's famine. There's no law, and I want to meet God at the end of this. You know, I don't want to end up in hell. Yeah. All right. You wish to mm-hmm. name the jet ski something else. What would you like to name the jet ski? You get a couple options. <laughs> Petulance. No, I'm sorry. It's not one of them. <laughs> uh, Blingle Hambone. <laughs> High Seas Casket. Jonah Hill. <laughs> God's One True Son. Or A Horse With No Legs. <laughs> Someone had a lot of fun with this one, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, uh, Blingle Hambone, High Seas Casket, Jonah Hill, God's One True Son, or A Horse With No Legs. Oh, Jonah Hill's really good. <laughs> that's that's one, the one that's speaking to me. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> you have named the jet ski Jonah Hill. It revs its engine as a sign of respect. One option, board the jet ski. Let's go. All right. All right. The jet ski launches itself through my dad's wall, creating a jet ski-shaped hole next to my dad's window. <laughs> It moves at an alarming speed. A flock of Canadian geese flies by you in the opposite direction. Because of this, you can tell the jet ski is heading north. Two options, continue to fly north or turn around and follow the geese for a while. So at this point, we don't know what our quest is, correct? We still aren't sure. You just know it's a, Chris- it's a Christmas quest. That's all you know. And Christmas hap is concentrated in the north. I feel like Jonah probably knows best. That's the name of his sitcom. <laughs> Not a hill to die on? <laughs> oh, that's good too. Uh yeah, let's let's trust uh Jonah Hill and continue north. Because yeah, Santa North Pole, right. come on. That's what I was thinking. I didn't want to lead you there, but okay, or flying north. Thank you, Game Master. You're a great narrator. After flying north for several hours, you see a sign that says, Welcome to the North Pole. The jet ski Fuck suddenly yes. shifts down as soon as you reach the sign, hurtling towards the earth. 
uh, brace for impact or panic and thrust the jet ski into reverse to follow the geese. <laughs> Double back. Oh, should I regret everything? <laughs> we said we trusted Jonah this far. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Brace for impact. He's the jet ski, you know, you got to trust mm-hmm. him to drive. Uh, the jet ski lands hard in the snow as you skitter to a halt. As you land, the jet ski transforms back into a scroll and folds itself into the palm of your hand. The only option is to observe your surroundings. Let's do it. Okay. Further north stands a factory with a big sign labeled Santa's Workshop. To the east, you can see a pack of humanoid walrus-like creatures huddled in a circle staring at something. Oh. To the west lies a large cave. Head north towards the factory, head east towards the walrus creatures, or head west towards the cave. I don't like, I do not like the idea of humanoid walruses. Holy shit. Yeah. And what is horrific enough to capture all of their attention when they are walking abominations before our Lord and God themselves? Yeah, whatever they're looking at has to be terrible. I agree. It's actual Jonah Hill. (laughs) (laughs) Hill family reunion. (laughs) What do you think, Brandon? Well, now I'm like grossly curious about the walruses. All right. Yeah, sure. All right, head east towards the walrus creatures. Sorry if we die. In the middle of the walrus circle stands a slightly smaller walrus who is attempting <laughs> to balance a wicker basket on their head. The basket is filled with raw fish and eggs. A timer lays at their feet. One minute remains. There's four <laughs> options. What? Stand still and observe the walrus. Attempt to ask one of the other walruses what's going on. Fold the paper scroll into a basket and attempt to balance something else on your head. Ooh. Head back in the direction you came from. I like that one too, Rick. Maybe they'll they'll see that I'm appreciating their ritual and I want to join in. We, let's appropriate this walrus culture, baby. All right. You pile up a large mound of snow and stuff it into your paper basket. You place the basket on top of your head and stand on one foot. You manage to keep the basket balanced in place. Some of the other walruses stop looking at the center walrus and stare at you instead. Uh, three options. Keep balancing. Remove the basket now that you have their attention. Or scream the lyrics to The Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy <laughs> until all the other walruses are staring at you. <laughs> oh, uh, well, I'm going to guess they don't know this song. Yeah, I don't think we can do it justice for the first time they're hearing it in, a, in an acapella <laughs> rendition. Yeah, I would hate to ruin that experience for them. So yeah, oh yeah. That's how everyone ruined Billy Madison for me. <laughs> I, heard all the, I heard all the quotes from Billy Madison before I saw the movie. And then when I saw the movie, I was like, eh. All right, uh, maybe we take that basket off? You want to take it off? Remove the basket now that you have their attention? Yeah, what do you think? Sure, let's do it. All right. You remove the basket from your head. Immediately upon doing so, an orca whale ascends from the ice below and swallows you whole. No! You do not meet God in heaven. (laughs) No! (laughs) Uh, There is an option to return to checkpoint. Yeah, let's go back to our save point and, uh, and retry. Uh, this is you're standing um, with the option to go towards the factory, towards the walruses, or towards the cave. Let's go to the walruses again, Rick, and let's let's tr- <laughs> let's keep the basket. Let's see if we can beat there. <laughs> I was gonna say that was way too complicated. Let's just go to the factory. But yeah, okay, all right, let's do it. As you continue to balance the basket upon your head, more and more walruses turn to look at you. Mm. One of the walruses begins humming a familiar rhythm. A few standing next to him gradually join in. You can't tell what it is at first, but then it hits you. The walruses are humming the chorus to Thin Lizzy's The Boys Are Back in Town. 
I think they've already heard it. Oh my God, it's made it up to the North Pole. You can do three things. Remove the basket now that you have their attention, scream the lyrics to the boys are back in town, or head south to where the geese were migrating and become the new mayor of Florida instead. (laughs) Wow, there's a whole adventure packed in there. Yeah. Uh, I think we got to scream their anthem, right? We got to scream the lyrics. We're into it. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. You bellow. More of the walruses start to bob their heads. It's really hard to balance the basket on your head and scream at the same time. <laughs> Keep screaming. Take it down a notch or scream as loud as you can. We, I mean, we're committed, right? I, we got to scream it out loud. Kick it up. All right. Scream as loud as you can. You scream the lyrics loud as you physically can. After the third chorus, you lose your balance and drop all the snow from the basket on your head. An orca whale ascends from the ice floor <laughs> and swallows damn. you whole. Holy the last shit. thing you hear as death takes you is the steady rhythm of meaty fins slapping together <laughs> at the exact tempo of Thin Lizzie's The Boys Are Back in Town. You do not meet God in heaven. Oof. Oof. All right, you're back at the checkpoint. All right. Uh... Can we make it through the walrus puzzle? I really want to make it through the walrus puzzle now. I'm invested. Yeah. Head east, fold the paper scroll, keep balancing, scream the lyrics. So now it's keep screaming, take it down a notch, or scream as loud as you can. I guess we have to take it down a notch? It was too intense. Take it down a notch. Yeah. You switch from screaming to singing and regain your balance. All of the walruses, including the one balancing fish and eggs on its head, make gargling noises which resemble the pitch and melody of Thin Lizzie's The Boys Are Back in Town. They continue to slap their fins together and nod in rhythm to the beat of the song. The timer makes a dinging sound. The walruses break out into a polite applause and nod in approval. Two of the larger ones pick you up and hoist you upon their shoulders. They begin to march as a herd towards the factory with the sign labeled Santa's Workshop. The two carrying you have a pretty tight grip on your legs. Allow the walruses to carry you or struggle to escape. Wait, we have legs? <laughs> we're, a, we're a disc. We're a vertebra. <laughs> <laughs> we look yeah. like the little uh, Seven Up guy from that video yeah, game. Cool the Seven spot. Up video. Yeah, cool spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're cool like disc. That. Okay. Cool disc. All right. Uh, sorry, what were the options again? Allow the walruses to carry you or struggle to escape. I think we're gonna. I think they're gonna get us into the factory. I think if we tried to go to the factory, we wouldn't be able to get in. I, th- I say we let them take us. This is like how I tailgate uh, uh, behind people. I drift behind them to go into Costco without a membership. Oh, when you got to poop. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And when I have to poop. <laughs> All right. So you're allowing the walruses to carry you? Yeah. Let's drift in. All right. The walruses take you to the sign labeled Santa's Workshop, and you make it there in pretty good time. As you approach the sign, a Christmas goblin sticks its head out the wind of the snow about seven feet to your left. Stop the Christmas Goblin. Draw a little heart on the Christmas Goblin's forehead as a sign of respect. Start singing The Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy again, because it seems to work pretty well most of the time. Thin Lizzy got us this far. Oh. Otherwise, uh, uh, the heart sounds like a good option to show our love. No, I already clicked the Thin Lizzy one. Sorry. (laughs) Okay, okay. Well, you don't die. So you sing the lyrics of The Boys Are Back in Town, and the walruses go absolutely ballistic once again. (laughs) The Christmas goblin nods at you and ducks away back under the snow. The ground rumbles. A big mechanical trap door creates a rift in the snow in front of you and slowly opens. Inside the door are stairs that descend into a large metal corridor. Your only option is to go down the stairs. There we go. All right. The walrus herd follows after you. At the other end of the corridor are two interlocking metal doors. Steam billows from a series of long pipes that flank either side of you as you approach them. You hear a large whirring sound and the door slowly opens. 
After the steam settles, you can see that on the other side of the door is a large massage chair. A big man with a long white beard and a Christmas cap sits on the chair. This is the man you know as Santa Claus. You know him from television and magazines. <laughs> Two options. <laughs> Wave hello or transform into a commercial fishing boat, killing Santa Claus and all of the walruses instantaneously. <laughs> We've come this far. We can't just murder. We don't even. We still don't know what we're supposed to do. <laughs> I want to meet God in heaven. I don't think that's how you get there. No, they're good friends. I've read the. I've read the good book. I don't. I don't see that in there. So, all right, wave hello. Hello, I'm Santa Claus. Says Santa Claus. You probably know me from television and magazines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm TV Santa Claus. <laughs> A Christmas goblin told me you're here to complete your Christmas quest so you can meet God in heaven. Is this all correct? You can say sounds good to me or no. Yeah, amen, your highness. Sounds good, baby. Okay, great, says Santa Claus. To complete your Christmas quest, I'm going to have to give you this $3,000 Brookstone massage chair. <laughs> you, you should make the man you live inside of sit in this chair the whole rest of the night with the massager on high, and his back should hurt way less in the morning. Deal? There's three or two options. The man I live inside of has a back which is pretty messed up. I'm not convinced that $3,000 massage chair will be enough to make it stop hurting. Or this will probably work fine. It sounds like a good solution to me. It does. I feel like we're going to get a bad end here, but I, let's go with the chair. There's there's right. no option to ask if there's also a heat pad, so. This will probably work fine. Okay. Yeah. Has it, well, for $3,000, it sure is fuck better, but, you know. It better be heating my butt. Okay. Um, My dad has a pretty good Christmas, and his back doesn't hurt the entire day. No one in my dad's household has to eat pine needles ever again. <laughs> Christmas remains legal in all countries and provinces it was previously deemed to be so. When you eventually die, you meet God in heaven, and it was everything you ever hoped it would be. You do not transform into a commercial fishing vessel. <laughs> wow. We did it. I, you guys we won. We did it. Man. That is probably the best uh, adventure game we've played. Yeah. Bravo, Nick Poop, or whatever your name was. Uh, Tyler Russo. <laughs> Nick Poop. Yeah, really that's close. close. That's close. You're close. Yeah, Tyler. Yeah. Man, wow. Call you Tyler the Creator, because that is some good shit. Mm -hmm. Call you Tyler Perry, because that is... <laughs> Some good shit. <laughs> There's a lot of comments, and they're all very positive. <laughs> all very positive. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to read it. Oh. They're, they're all. <laughs> was, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I was like, are you? They're all just very, oh, very basic. They just loved it. Yeah, I'm not reading them all. They're just all very positive uh, comments. So. You really get the best comments. The 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 ratio of like right. good comments to uh, bad story oh, yeah. is pretty significant. Like, right, right. This is yeah. they're short but very fun. It's on the good side of crazy. Random doesn't equal funny, except in this case. Oh boy, yep. Stop reading these. These are terrible. <laughs> I'm so yeah. sorry we pushed you. <laughs> That's all right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So don't push me to do anything ever again. <laughs> no, I never will. You're right. I'm sorry. Well, you know, Merry Christmas, guys. What a Christmas miracle. I'm glad we met the Lord in heaven. And speaking of the Lord in heaven, I have a little uh, quiz game for us to wrap up the night. Um, wow. I, I imagine that some of you folks uh, may have uh, heard of quizzes like this. Um, I'd never heard of this specific one. Um, so I wanted to uh, test you boys' knowledge of contemporary Christian music uh, and see if you can tell which of these quotes is from a contemporary Christian music song and which of these quotes is from the book Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> oh, my. All right. That's amazing. Sweet Lord. So, um, you know, this is a, a very kinky book series by E.L. James. 
uh, started as a piece of fan fiction for Twilight. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but a lot of folks on the internet like to make uh, fictional characters fuck when they might not otherwise be fucking. Right. Um, it's a big, I was going to say a big money maker, but I don't think it is. No. In this case, it was. In this case, it did end up working out for for uh, Miss James. Uh, good for her. Um, and maybe someday someone will do Fifty Shades of Blue about someone's balls. sonic erotica. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I just realized this is one of those quizzes where you have to go to the end to like no. find out the the correct answer. So this is going to be a lot of back and forth. Oh, jeez, Louise! Oh, I should have like put this. I should have put this in a word document. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> all right. So first, we question. don't hold it against you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Which of the following is a lyric from a Newsboys song? Either A, giving it over, I was flat on my back, or B, I come instantly. Oh, <laughs> one of them is going to go with the f- I got to go with the first one. What laying on my back? Giving it. What is it? And t- and taking it? Yeah, what was know. it? Giving it over. I was flat on my back. I don't know what Christians do. What? So what do you think that means in the Christian song? <laughs> <laughs> what about the other one? I came instantly. I come. Inst- I come instantly. I come instantly. How is come spelled? C O M E. So maybe it's like you invite me to church, I come instantly. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. you come to church? Yes. Come, come as you church. are. No, I get jacked up every time you every time you invite me to church. Maybe the newsboys are excited about church. I don't know. Really need you to stop. I'm All going right. with A. Oh Rick, what I, do you think? I'm gonna mark I'm gonna mark this down and I'm gonna go with B. I'm gonna take note okay. of what I got right and wrong. Here, I'll, I'll keep score for you guys because I've, I've got the okay, answers okay. pulled up. I, I okay, can read thanks. the questions in the answers, actually. So I'm going to put a P. So uh, the correct answer, the Newsboys lyric is, giving it over, I was flat on my back. Yes. Damn it. So that's one for Pete. I need to know that context. Yeah, what's the context that of that? Or do you know? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Damn. Let me Google it. Google it. Giving Google it shit. over, I was <laughs> flat on my... Uh, I got taking care of your back at home from Medline Plus was the first... <laughs> That's what my dad needs. Yeah, he needs that story, <laughs> dude. Oh, it's called giving it over. It's called giving it over. Give it, I was flat on my back. I'd slid till it hurt. <gasps> you put my head in the clouds and my feet in good dirt. What the hell is okay. this about? It's just about ha- receiving sex from God, I guess. <laughs> yeah, put, put my feet in that good dirt. When you saw four sets of footprints in the dirt, that's when I was banging you. <laughs> 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 you saw, you saw two sets of knee prints in the sand. That's and one set of butt prints. That's when I was pegging you. <laughs> oh my god! Oh no! Now we lost the religious audience. That's it. Oh, uh, I it's don't over. think we hit. Do we have any of those? Maybe. Uh, Maybe not. I don't. Maybe. Know. All right. So, second question. Ooh. Which use of hand is from Fifty Shades of Grey and not? A contemporary Christian music song. So you're looking for the Fifty Shades of Grey. And okay. there's three choices this time. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. A, you gentle your hand. That's that's biblical. Yeah. That sounds B gushing with surrender in your hands. Oh. Lord. Or C, my hands are open, so take what you see. Oh, this these really could be any. Yeah. Uh, the gushing though puts me in Stephanie Meyer's uh vocabulary. I'm going E.L. James, please. This is Fifty Shades, yeah, yeah. not Twilight. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. E.L. Fudge and um, Jesse James or whatever. <laughs> the assassination of E.L. James by the coward Stephanie Meyer. 
All right. You yeah. gentle your hand. That's A. B, gushing with surrender in your hands. B. Or C, my hands are open, so take what you see. Which one is from Grey's Shades of Grey? Oh, God, I think it is B. I'm going to say B, too. I'm sticking with B. Gushing. The Ugh. correct answer is A. You oh, gentle your hand. Damn it. You might have you might have picked that up, and it might have been hard when, when you're not seeing it, but you gentle your hand is fucking nonsense. <laughs> That's not yeah. like... Anything that's nothing grammatical. Right. You gentle your hand, right? Which 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 would make sense in a CCM song. They're very maybe maybe, but I also know yeah. that Neil James is a very bad writer, right? So when I saw that, I wasn't surprised. I don't know. Yeah, some um, of the old hymns, uh, you know, they don't make grammatical sense. So I don't know. That's that's maybe true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So question three: three of the following four <laughs> lines are from Skillet songs. Which one is from Fifty Shades of Grey? All right. <sighs> a stretch me bigger. <laughs> <laughs> B, <laughs> stretch me bigger so I can fit more faith inside me, Lord. <laughs> B, an empty vessel to be filled at your whim. Okay, I could go either way. C, I'm exploding like chemicals. I'm going crazy. Can't get enough. Oh, my God. Or D, it's so urgent. It's so desperate. I can feel it in my bones. I gotta go with C. I'm exploding like chemicals. I'm going crazy. Can't get enough. Is from Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm exploding like chemicals. Yeah. No, I'm going with number one. You're going with Stretch Me Bigger. Is from Fifty Shades of Grey. (laughs) I think it's. Yeah. I think that is the red herring that's trying to push you in that direction. The gray herring. (laughs) Okay. Actually, the answer was B. An empty vessel (laughs) to be filled at your whim. Fuck me. So that's another uh, bupkis round. Sorry, boys. Wow, that's the one that was the least egregious. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of these is from Fifty Shades of Grey. The other three are DC Talk. Which one is Fifty <laughs> Shades of Grey? A, you consume me like a burning flame. Okay. B, B, anytime, any place. Oh, yeah. like yeah. C, I am calling out your name. D, oh, you know that I surrender. Oh. I feel like this one's real hard. It's really hard, which is a line from Fifty Shades of Grey. I got to go with B. D, final answer. So you think, Pete, anytime, any place, and Rick, you think, oh, you know that I surrender. Yeah, these are all so I'm light. sorry, the answer <gasps> was C, I am calling out your name. Wow, we suck at this. I know. Yeah, well, we it, these are hard. These, these past couple were hard. All right, let's, yeah. this, this next one just has three choices again. Okay, so question five, which you is from Sonic Flood Praise Song. The other two are about sex. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you're looking for the praise song here. Mm-hmm. A, God, I want you. <laughs> God, comma, I want you. B, I want to touch you. Or C, I am in awe of you. I, a, I'm going to guess A. A is God, I want you. B yeah. is I want to touch you. C ah. is I am in awe of you. No, I'm going to go with C. I'm also going to say I am in awe of you. No, Why would you want to touch God? I don't know. Well, Sonic Flood did because the answer is B. I want to touch you. Damn, man. So far, Rick is, or so far, Pete is in first place with one. (laughs) With one point. (laughs) So, picking up again with uh, question number six. Yeah. We got uh, a quote from Rebecca St. James and a quote from Audio Adrenaline. Which one of these is from Fifty Shades of Grey? A. Here I am. I will do as you say. B. You're pinning me to the wall. Or C, I'm enslaved to what you say. Oh, come on. I'm going to go with which one is from Rebecca St. James? No, which one is from 
Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, Fifty Shades. I'm going to go with, what was C? I'm going to go with C. C was, I'm enslaved to what you say. Uh, I'm going to go with that. I got to go pin me on the wall or whatever. Rick is right. You're pinning me to the wall. Yes. Fifty Shades of Grey. One on the board. All right. Uh, I was... thought it was like, I thought it was like a, another gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You pin me to the wall, Lord. Trust your faith inside of me. <laughs> Any any of these really? I guess that's the joke, right? Any of these would work. You fill me with your love. Come <laughs> now is the time. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a real song. No, it is. You're right. Question seven: Different people Stephen handle Ch- Stephen Curtis Cumman. What? <laughs> no, 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 no. Podcast. No, no. <laughs> you don't get that one. Brandon's it's laughing. not clever at all. Oh, like any of your jokes are. <laughs> Actually not, but at least the pun fits in there. Come, man. Stephen Curtis chapped ass. <laughs> there you go. Is that better? Way better. Way like better. Yeah. Oh, way better. What about <laughs> Wait, can I go back to come? <laughs> oh, that can't be the title of the episode, by the way. It's Stephen Curtis, come, man. <laughs> Can't we'd, we'd, we'd alienate so many people. Well, like who? Who's left to alienate? Uh, if you're uh, offended, you can write me personally at four guys on a train at gmail.com. <laughs> at Stephen Curtis Cumman at gmail.com. Rick and I will just ignore the email. Just, just leave it for Pete. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question seven. Different people handle pain differently. Which one is from Fifty Shades of Grey? All right. Okay. A, how can I scream when pain is such release? B, the pain is such that I refuse to acknowledge it. C, I do not deserve to be set free. Uh, I'm gonna. What's the? I'm gonna go with the pain is so much I refuse to acknowledge it. Which one is that? B sounds like really bad writing. The pain is such that I refuse to acknowledge it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with B. Same. You guys are both correct. Yes. Yes. That felt good. It's that's bad writing. All right. So it's two to two. Two to two. Yeah. Yeah. Question eight. Once you experience something you really like, you usually want more. Which one of these wanting more quotes is not about God? So we're looking for the Fifty Shades of Grey quote again. Okay. Mm. A, we're going all the way. B, I've never wanted more until I met you. C, I'll be chasing you. Or D, I want to do it soon. (laughs) Either way, that one's great. If that's Fifty Shades of Grey... It's so immature, like a child wrote it. I want to do it soon. <laughs> and if it's a Christian song, what, uh, I say that I say that all the time. <laughs> hey, babe, I want to do it soon. I want to do it soon. I told you I'm not going to do it if you keep calling it that. <laughs> Just say sex. <laughs> I want to do sex soon. Say that. <laughs> I want to do the sex soon. I want to do that sex. Hey, I want to do the sex soon. <laughs> This is when you like the baby talk, right? <laughs> I want to have sex with you. <laughs> I hate this episode. <laughs> the worst one. <sighs> so do we have answers on this one? I'm Steven. <laughs> <laughs> we can't go backwards. We have to progress and evolve. <laughs> 
No, we don't. No, no. <laughs> We've been making the same dick jokes for 39 episodes. We got more. What was the Sorry. second one? I think I think my the second one, option B is I've never wanted more until I met you. Yeah, I'm going with B. Okay. That's B? a fifty shades, you think? Yeah. What's the third one? The third one is I'll be chasing you. I'll fuck. I'll say that. C. All right. The correct answer is B. I've never wanted more uh, until I met you. I pulled ahead. There you go. We're no longer okay. tied up like characters in Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> we pulled ahead like a character from a <laughs> uh, Sonic Flood song. Question nine. Which, <laughs> which of these romantic exclamations is not about Jesus? So we're looking for the Fifty Shades quote again. Mm-hmm. A, when I'm in your arms is when I feel the best. B, my heart beats for you. C, I want my world to start and end with you. Or D, I can feel your power surging through the whole of me. I'm going to go with A. Which hole? <laughs> du- sorry, to be clear, W. Whole, like... yeah, the, the, the all of right. me. The entire That's of me. A... You got to be more specific. <laughs> Which hole, oh Lord? <laughs> <laughs> well, the butthole, of course, my son. <laughs> I thought as much. <laughs> I've read the news. <laughs> I've heard the good word. Oh, my God. So, Pete, you're saying A? I'm saying A. And that was? When I'm in your arms is when I feel the best. I, fe- I felt that one, too. Um, then, I'm sorry, you're both wrong. The answer is C. I want my world to start and end with you. Damn. Man, yuck. It's tough. All right, last question. This is the last chance uh, for Pete to either tie it up or for Rick to cement his victory. Hell yeah. Damn it. All right. One of these is about a BDSM master-slave relationship. The other three are from Christian music. <laughs> this so is t- just going to, yeah, this, this is going to describe everything wrong with religion right here. <laughs> so uh, here, here we go. Pick this Fifty Shades of Grey quote. Uh-huh. A, capture me, make me a slave. Ugh. B, I'm struggling to resist, but I'm drawn. C, if I could only be your master. Ugh. D, you can have everything I am. I'm going to go with C. Three? C is from Fifty Shades. Oh, okay. So only one is from Fifty Shades. Only one is from Fifty Shades. I'm going with C. Yeah, that one is too overt. If I could only be your master. And, wh- and yeah. w- when would anyone ever say they want to be the master of the Lord? Right. That's what I'm thinking. So he is our master. It's a good question. Um. Unfortunately, the correct answer is B. I'm struggling to resist, but I'm... All right, what <laughs> motherfucker wrote that line? Was it you, Stephen Curtis? <laughs> you sick fuck. It's from a band called Grandma Train. Oh, that's... Grandma Train? Sick of Will. It's a song called Sick of Will. I've done a Grandma Train before, <laughs> if you know what I mean. That's from Fifty Shades, too. Oh. <laughs> that's where you put on 90s. And <laughs> no, Mima. And have an no. orgy. <laughs> The lyrics of this song, I don't know if I understand it. It says, can't ever win against my sin. I find I'm made of dust again. Look away from evil displays. Shadows on your walls come from my eyes. Doesn't rhyme. If I could only what? be, if I could only be your master, you'll torture me until the die I die to you. I guess the day I die to you. This is just really poorly put together. This is on genius. Fuck too. this band. If I could only learn to ignore myself and let you burn away, save myself from your decay. I don't know what this is about, but it's a Christian song. So. I can't find this band on, on Google. I searched grandma. Grandma is spelled G-R-A-M-M-A-T-R-A-I-N. Oh, grandma train. Not grandma. Grandma Grandma train. (laughs) Not grandma. Oh, I see. (laughs) I don't know. They were active in the Christian rock industry in the 90s. They disbanded in 98. 
And then they reunited as a mainstream act in 2009. Michael, one of the guy's names is Michael Tate. Ooh. Stuart released, oh, and produced Michael Tate's album called Tate. <laughs> what an unfortunate <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah, maybe we call the album something else, Tate. No, 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 Tate. I, you know what? We should have had Jake on. I bet he knew every single one of these. There's a decent chance that he's that yeah that he had, has more experience with it than us. Big CCM uh, fan. He's listening to this, being like, "You idiot, fucking moron." It's C. I was only allowed to listen to Christian music, but I didn't yeah. really like. I didn't really listen to much of it. It was like Orange County Supertones and, and Grandma Train, just a tiny <laughs> bit of Newsboys. Yeah, and of course yeah. Grandma Train. Everybody listened to Grandma Train. <laughs> they were huge. <laughs> they were big around the Christian schoolyard. You have to pl- you have to play it when you're doing a Grandma Train. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, Rick, you're the winner, dude. You you know a little bit more than I do about both you bondage and the bondage to sin that we all face. Amen. I will say it was a strategy at the end there to pick the exact same yeah. one you did. Because you couldn't lose. Because it guaranteed I either got one you more ass. point or we both got nothing. You ass. I should have made it so that uh, you couldn't pick the same answer as each other. Yeah. Should have said whoever locks in the answer first is, is gets it. That was my mistake. Well, you didn't. I still would have. I still would have lost. It was I'm close, sure. though. You guys did good. It was. I mean, you didn't do great, but you did. You did fine. Thanks, Pod Dad. So anyway, we want to thank you all for joining us on this blasphemous episode <laughs> of Four Guys. On um, we hope you had a good time and and had a good chuckle, or maybe two. Is that asking too much? Um, mm-hmm. If you would like to reach out to us, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at fourguysonatrain at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram. Uh, Tag us in some of your hilarious pics. Maybe some dick pics. Or your four goat fan art. (laughs) Yeah, send us four goat (laughs) fan art of our faces. If you've shipped us and you wrote fan fiction. I would love to. I'd love to read some. I would love to see who you'd pair together. It would be eye opening. And who gets left out. And I hope it's not me. And also, there's a good chance you're not even making stuff up. Right. It it's might a good chance happened. we've already done it. It's just yeah. a Wikipedia article. But if you want to send all of that, package all that good stuff up and send it to us on Instagram, we're also there at Four Guys on a Train. And if you want to tweet us a link to your Instagram, uh, that's at the number Four Guys on a Train. And uh, if you would leave us a review on iTunes, tell your friends uh, that are interested in a weird show. Uh, Brandon, it's called Apple Podcasts now. Come on. Uh, well, don't do that then. Forget it. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, tell your friends about the show if they're into weird, stupid shit from idiots. That's what we bring every week or other week or whatever it is. That's a tagline. Um, and uh, once again, thank you. We love you. And goodbye. Bye. See you later. Four Guys on a Train is produced by Rick Schuler, Brandon Johnson, and Peter Cosmo. Edited by Peter Cosmo. Theme song and all additional music written by Brandon Johnson. The Four Guys on a Train theme song contains an audio sample of metrotrain.wav from Everything Sounds, being used under the Creative Commons Attribution License.